0: The thing is not how you are on your best days, how can you step up on your worst day? What's your, when everything is going terrible, when you are tired, when you are frustrated, when you are edgy, how do you treat other people? Fuck pain, fuck heartbreak, I'm still in love with life.
1: Multicultural headquarters of the future capital of the free-thinking states of America known as Los Angeles, this is the Drunken Dows Podcast. Tonight, another fine Ridge and Balily episode. This time we try to comprehend the society that continues to ignore environmental issues while screaming at each other about everything else. There can be no social justice if you don't have a planet to live on. Plus, we examine the incredible range of beliefs of the billions of folks who identify as christians from people with unmatched generosity and kindness to greedy megachurch pastors someone has to be doing it wrong and now asking you all to spread the words that corporations are not persons i'm rich evers and my partner in crime the savage philosopher and middle finger of the gods Danielli bolelli as we invite you to lower the lights Batten down the hatches and prepare to open your mind. For the and Dows podcast begins now.
0: So here we go. Cool. Let's say thank you to some of the people keeping us in business, starting with grasslandbeef.com that has been feeding us royally for a while. And we love them. The omnivore's friend. Yes, most definitely. So if you are thinking uh, you, I'm assuming you eat if you are alive. And if you live in the US, check out grasslandbeef.com. Take a look if they have anything that uh, sweet like works for your pocketbook as well as for your taste. Keep in mind by the way that about once or twice a month these guys do a 15% discount store-wide. So if you feel that the products look good by your string pockets are a little tight you can look to do that during the 15 percent discount that they have for like two or three days i think once or twice a month so check them out we love them grasslandbeef.com also thank you to sure design t-shirts richie sporting one right now for the softest t-shirts on the planet those guys have been are in our corner from day one and we love them too thank you to zebraathletics.com for providing the mats that make up my awesome homemade dojo and to the folks keeping the drunk in the drunken Taoist our winery and materrawines.com red wine is my friend and both of those guys make fantastic stuff (laughs) if you uh, shop on Amazon and you are kind enough to decide to support us you can use our Amazon link either to buy products that we mentioned during the show books or other things or anything else So if you can please use the Amazon link on our site, you would be deeply, deeply appreciated. And uh, last but not least, a huge thank you to the folks who part with their hard-earned money to support us. Here we go.
1: Let the pottering begin.
0: We got Jorgen Hayek, Ed and Carrie O, with the very Italian name of Mario Gallina. Joseph Lord, Froggy Style Productions, Jim D'Amico, Stephen Redos, Samuele Rudelli, Donald Chip Witten, Lane Raper, Luis Pesquera, Yanni Linnima, Jesse Rantacangas.
1: Those names have been around for a long time.
0: You guys are heroes. We love you deeply because yes. guess what? The entire support for the podcast is you guys. That's so it. we are swimming in gold thanks to you. Not quite swimming <laughs> in gold, but we really <laughs> appreciate it. If you want to join this brave band of heroes, Please use. Uh, you can PayPal me either at uh, my email, you can PayPal at BODHI1974 yahoo.com. Again, that's BODHI1974 at yahoo.com or paypal.me forward slash D Bolelli. D as in the letter D for Daniele, and then B O L E L L I. All right, guys, real quick. 10
1: Greenland Conservancy is putting on its fundraising event, the Hikeathon. It is now June and the Hikeathon is on, but it is still not too late to sign up and get involved. You can compete in all sorts of different categories: paddlers, mountain bikers, climbers, trail runners. There's even a photography competition. What a great opportunity to give back and protect nature while you go adventuring. And there's even some incredible prizes from REI and Patagonia and others to compete for. Competition is for most miles paddled, hiked, most miles with a dog. You can form little teams. It's all for a good cause: conserving land where people and nature can thrive. So registration is still available. It's not too late to get involved. Sign up at Ten Green T E N N G R E E N dot
0: org and have a good time outside. Having said all that, shall we get the ball rolling? Here we go.
1: Dun, 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 dun. I hear you have a new video game to play.
0: Yes, I'm a video game addict. Let's, uh, well, okay. Let me rephrase. You
1: just have your times and you, you know, spend a few months and then you jump back out.
0: Yeah, and I don't go, you know, the problem with video games is that, of course, they are super addictive because they are an entire universe designed for you to get lost in. And, and gorgeously it's designed. Beautifully designed, where adrenaline gets, you know, they poke at your serotonin and adrenaline at all the right intervals and stuff so it's, of course it's addictive that's why to me it's a tricky business because on one end I'm like, sure have kids play all the video games they want up to a certain time, you know, like hours a day if you want to stretch it and that's a lot already. Sure. It's not little time, you know, you work out two hours a day or you become like a physical specimen in six months so I'm still saying it's an insane time investment but within that range is one story whereas bunch of people I know are there they get home from school, they start playing and, and they it's play bedtime. till bedtime that then they push further and they don't get enough sleep and, they, and that's it's like anything else, right? The difference between uh, enjoying something and becoming a full addict where you're not enjoying that anymore. You're just you have to shoot it up in vain twenty-four-seven or
1: things so, so, that takes away from you. Yeah. Outside time doesn't yeah. even exist.
0: No, exactly. And it destroys your life. So with that cautionary notion in mind. Yeah. It's 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 digital heroin. Yeah. I started uh because growing up I didn't have money for it but then like I got, I think I remember once when I was I don't know, 28 or something uh, my wife Elizabeth had said uh, come on, you like this stuff, just give yourself a Playstation 2 this was like 3 years after it came out so it was cheapy and stuff, I'm like cool so I played that and then you know you play once in a while, not super often but enough to have fun with it and then I didn't really deal with any of the new models until the pandemic where I was like, okay, about almost 20 years have gone by since I got a PlayStation. I can... Time for uh, upgrade. I can upgrade. And uh, man, it's unreal what they do. It's like you watch things from 2010 and they look really good. The graphics are great. Yep. And then you look at 2015 and you're like, oh my God, Photo, how is it...
1: Photorealistic.
0: Yeah. And then 2019 and it... It's a whole, it all kind of makes you wish that the same degree of progress could be achieved in uh, curing Science, cancer, music, uh, math, dealing with health, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, sustainable but that doesn't future. Make billions
1: of dollars, man. That's, uh, yeah.
0: So it's. Um, Have you tried any of the virtual stuff? That stuff, like, especially with Oculus or something, I get horrendously nauseous. Like I'll play it for a tiny bit, it's kind of fun, and then I get nauseous to a level where I spend hours feeling miserable. So yeah, that doesn't quite do it well, for you me. Well, you need to upgrade one, so the new one will balance out and actually jiggle and with your eyes. And take away the nausea effect. Yeah.
1: That terrifies me more than anything.
0: Yeah, because it's like, okay, see you guys. I'm disappearing into my universe. Yeah. And do I um, want
1: to be in my shitty, dirty room where I won't take the dishes out? Or do I right. want to be in the 3,000th floor of a Tokyo yeah. apartment that's yeah, the most yeah, incredibly
0: yeah.
1: matched to your shitty furniture? So you can even... <laughs> s-
0: madness. Deal with that, yeah. The, the latest that I've been playing with uh, is uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, one of your favorites from back in the day? Assassin's Creed is just a phenomenal series right This odyssey is one i hadn't played before is uh kind of one not exactly new but it's one of the more recent ones where are we off to this time it's greece it's ancient greece in the middle of the peloponnesian war so 430 something so not toga parties 430 bc by the way the um, it's pretty hilarious. It's like the writing is great, the the dialogues is funny. They bring all the heavy eater from the period, so you run into Socrates, you of run into Alcibiades, you know, you run in all these uh, Pericles, you run all the key figures of ancient Greek history, and you have a really funny dialogue with a bunch of them. You get to have sex with a few of them, which really? is. I Do- mean, they don't show on screen a full on triple uh, X thing do you heavily flirt it clear that the dialogue is going there you start making out and then it cuts to the next morning kind do any of, of the thing. gods show up uh, gods so far I've seen mythological couple of mythological mostly is realistic with uh, I've seen a minotaur and another one, like two or three mythological creatures. But other than that, so far, no gods. So no Zeus coming by or Athena. No, no. Lots of altars with sacrifices and stuff. That's good. <laughs> but but the, thing that's, uh, the thing that's amazing, I was talking with a former guest of ours, Nick Gregoriades, who's a big uh, video game fan. And uh, he was saying that he has been playing the one after this, um, Valhalla. But he was saying he stopped playing it because it's all Northern Europe. A lot of it is either England or kind of Viking territory in uh, Northern Europe. And he said most of it is really cloudy, really rainy, kind of muggy. So you feel after a while it's... He My lived in e- live in Seattle. He lived in England for ten oh, years. So He's like, I get rain. PTSD from this shit. <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> whereas, and I get it because the beautiful thing about uh, like I played the Egyptian one Origins. I played this one Odyssey that are located in uh, the Mediterranean Sea. So everything is sunny, beautiful islands. Uh, you, it's it puts in a good mood because you are in a universe that's beautiful. And when it does rain, it's fantastic because you get a big thunderstorm or mm. something. So it's really something. I'm having a blast with it. And one thing they did, which I thought was really interesting, is that in Odyssey, the way they wrote it, the lead character was supposed to be a woman. Ubisoft panicked because they were like, we are spending tens of millions of dollars to produce one of these. We cannot afford to have a flop. The majority of video gamers are either boys or men. There, there are women, of course, but they are a minority, comparatively speaking. Sure. Are we sure that they are going to want to play a, women, a woman as a lead character? And because of that, then Odyssey decided, they didn't scrub the idea, but they decided we're going to give you two storylines. There's this set of twins, um, uh, man and a woman, and you, at the beginning of the game, you pick which one you're going to be for the next whatever many hours you're gonna be playing which is probably gonna be a lot so you have the option to go one way or the other which to me is fair it's like okay you know it was supposed to be a woman but they panic for money and they wanna give themselves that's fine as long as you leave it as an option how do you think it would've gone if they went with the woman only I mean that's what I play actually I pick the lady cause she seemed way more interesting and um,
1: is it POV or is she in the frame no no she's you? in the frame
0: the whole oh, time shit. so <clears throat> she's uh, she's a the actress who uh, give the voice to this character is way better than the actor who give the voice to the male character. So it's more fun to listen to and stuff. And it's fun, you know, to mix things up a little rather than always this uh, angry dude who kills 10,000 people. Having a lady who is... I don't know. It's fun. But in any case, man, that stuff is addictive. It's so fun. That's like... That's also where I realized my life is not going bad at the moment. Life's not too bad. No, somebody, in fact, in a conversation I was actually with Nick, I was telling him about I was playing this game and I say, yeah, these days, that's the the happy moment of my day. And then I backtrack. I'm like, you know what? Not really. I enjoy that a lot. But most moments of the day are being happy moments. You know, I'm not. I really enjoy working from home. You know, I haven't been teaching in the classroom in over two years. Now, I enjoy being in the classroom. It was fun. What I did not enjoy was driving Drive. like crazy, the commute, the this. So if I could just be in the classroom, like I walk out the door and I enter the classroom, great. But all the bullshit surrounding it, all the gigantic time suck that it would take in terms of commuting and everything else, I really don't miss that. I am kind of a homebody by nature, so I like just waking up and being like, no, I don't need to go anywhere. This is where uh, I, I'll step out in the garden to start working. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Feels really good. Stuff I'm doing, I enjoy it. You know, it's true that, I mean, I mentioned it before, but yeah, big, humongous change for me is that my days with Luminary are coming to an end. They are actually coming to an end pretty much right now. I think by the time we leave the we release this episode is about the time when my last Luminary episode will come out, mid-May, late May, something like that. And after that, it's done. So it's the cool thing is that starting July, I get to release history on fire episodes again independently. Nice. The less than cool thing is that the money dries up because of course I'm not getting paid no more by Luminary and then I have to start figuring out how to make history on fire work. Are you doing a Patreon? Which, sure, I'll start a Patreon. I'll start, uh, I, I can't even probably take ads at the beginning, because I'll have to show them that I have certain numbers, so that's gonna take a few episodes. So, so the, the annoying part is that for a few months, I'm gonna be just relying on a starting out a Patreon, which I'm gonna guess is not gonna be, I'm not gonna be drowning in gold. <laughs> so it's uh, that part is a little disconcerting going from being paid well on a regular basis to the money, the guaranteed money is 0.0 so let's see what happens after that but at the same time the way I look at it is like hey I had three good years of getting paid well I get to go independent again, I have a chance to see if I can make something with it and rebuild it and do something good, if I do Fantastic. That's a double win. I got paid for a while and then I rebuild and make it successful. If I don't, eh, yeah. I'll live. You know, it's like I can still sort of fall on my feet. It's not the worst thing in the world. So it's an. But these times, like, when you are going into full unknown territory, they are always both uh, exciting and kind of scary, where <laughs> you're, you're like, "Oh, I don't know how this is going to go. You'll definitely spend more time running numbers in your head. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You start being – I've never been – am always been kind of a pretty frugal person in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll be a little extra careful. <laughs>
1: well, naturally, the second I get a 51-mile commute is when the gas goes to $7. Oh, a yeah, yeah, like, that oh, helps.
0: Really? Yeah, Jesus. That's, how often do you have to drive? Five days a week? Four. Four? It's a lot. It's a lot. How much would you say you're spending gas in a month? In a month? 240
1: No, I would guess a lot more. I've got a bit of a sipper car, so I get... I mean, a lap is thirty bucks, so that's three times. Thirty. That's
0: it. Yeah. Oh, because you are a little closer to me than to LA, so your it's, it's fifty-one miles. Yeah, mine is probably seventy, so that yeah. Because I would think it's at least forty bucks for me to go. And that's the some thirty. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But even you know, one hundred twenty a week. So I missed it by a bunch. It's Four eighty.
0: No, that's one sixty a week. Because if you're... Oh, no, 30, you said. Yeah. 30, 60, yeah. 240, so 1,000 bucks a month. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. 1,000 bucks a month in gas. 480, God, three, 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 three. oh yeah 120 yeah. times 4 I'm usually good at math what am I doing
1: because you know it's hard to calculate these incredible numbers yeah. we were th- we were figuring the other day when I first started driving eons ago in the 80s gas was 79 cents a gallon and to fucking put $70 oh, into yeah. the tank no, was insane. and not even get 12 gallons
0: yeah 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 where
1: that $70 would have given you 85 gallons
0: now it's insane
1: and then to look at the oil prices the barrel prices of oil they haven't changed much they're like three days when the ukraine thing started where it yeah. spiked and then it plummeted back down again but somehow here oil. in la oil
0: company everywhere oil companies are scum you know that. just how is it starts. legal because they pay a lot of people. See, that's, and that's where we're... The simple, we can't go down that road. I just can't handle it. That's the simple answer. But it,
1: it is exactly correct, too. Yeah. Because the simple answer would be, we make that a utility. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And, oh, Exxon, oh, Shell, oh, yeah. Mobile, so sorry for your fucking luck, but you're pulling shit out of the ground that doesn't really belong to you, Yeah. You're ruining the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and you get to not pay any taxes on your billions?
0: No, it's... I mean, the whole collusion of ultra powerful interest with politics is just beyond gross which is the reason why nothing works because those guys have uh, you know what are you gonna have a bunch of activists with no money and maybe a plan trying to push through policy in the face of like an empire where they spend millions and millions of dollars in lobbyists lawyers politicians everything you name yeah, the odds are stuck just a tad against you. It's kind of like you are a 120-pound dude with lots of good wheel going against the heavyweight champ at 250 with the best training ever. Bonk. Yeah, you're going to crash more likely. It's still a good, uh, it's a noble death, you know. <laughs> it's a good, uh, It's it's a good. if you're going to pick a fight, you might as well pick those fights. But uh, yeah, the odds are not exactly stuck in your favor. No, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing that frustrates me about it is that if he was at least based on just pure naked self-interest, but he was somewhat an enlightened self-interest, where he's like, okay, well, we want to keep making profits forever, So we're going to figure out ways to actually take care of the planet. We're going to figure out ways to make money on energy without destroying everything in the past. Because at the end of the day, you're destroying also where you stand, not just where other people are.
1: Oh, and your customers.
0: Yeah, but somehow that higher level thinking... And again, you can still be a selfish asshole and think long-term, and that would be a step ahead. But no, it's not even that. It's just being a selfish asshole right now with no long-term plan. And it's like... Yeah, that does not lead to good things.
1: Well, in the worst part, now you're sort sure of your second and third generation folks that get this money. So the inherited folks. Oh,
0: yeah. Truly cannot even imagine. They don't even like folks with new money. Yeah. Now and- it's. And again, it kind of goes back to something we said many times, which is like, what the hell do you do with all that money? Because it's like, there's a level where money matters a lot, yeah. where it makes the difference between having a really rough life and a very comfortable one. But then that you, amount is like $600. Look what $600 a week did for people. Totally. Then you add, the okay, not just comfort, but like you're really fucking wealthy, where you never have to look at a price again. So
1: 50 million in the bank, you're set?
0: Yeah, it's like, what prompts you to be fighting over no i need the billion no i need it. it's like jesus that speaking of bad addictions it's like at least if you're addicted to video game you don't bother anyone else you're in your corner just pressing buttons and being happy that's a better addiction than this shit where you have to squash the entire universe to see the numbers go up in your bank account doesn't make any sense and our pal, Elon
1: Musk, buying Twitter for $40 billion. Yeah. he promised that if they presented him with a plan, because the United Nations said they could solve world hunger for $7 billion, right? and he said he would pay it if he, they produced the plan, he See, bought Twitter.
0: Of course. Yeah, it's... It's a wreck. Yeah, it's a strange... Uh Quick break in the show to give some love to our sponsor for this episode. Today we're sponsored by freedomgrooming.com. The sweet folks sell electric razors, and the timing could not be better for me. Since I no longer have enough hair to justify my scarecrow look, it's time for me to shave. I currently sport the least amount of hair I've ever had, and I'm debating whether to do away with it altogether. If you entertain similar thoughts, freedomgrooming.com may be your new friend. They work shaving into a science, so you won't cut yourself thanks to their safeguard technology. And you'll cut 50% more hair with a single stroke compared to traditional razors. This means you're less likely to shave... Sorry, let's do again from razors. Yeah. Uh, this means you're likely to shave in no more than 2 or 3 minutes. The razors are waterproof, so you can shave in the shower. You can sign up to receive new blades every few weeks. Or not. Up to you. Don't just take my word for it, though. They have over 10,000 five-star reviews. So to thank you for being such a loyal listener, we are partnering with Freedom to give you an exclusive 20% off when you go to freedomgrooming.com forward slash drunken. Again, that's freedomgrooming.com forward slash drunken.
1: A certain passage in a certain popular book is due on to others. Uh Nobody does that.
0: That's, by the way, you know, how much, if you go through 218 episodes we have done prior, we have talked massive shit about Christianity for some fairly good reasons. You know, when you think about it, there's the history of the church, not just Catholic, but then also the history of Protestant. You know, there's so much horrible shit tied to the history of Christianity. It's not even funny. There are even some pretty awful theological aspects that even if you divorce it from the history, they are terrible. But having said all that, there are some things that are insanely powerful as concepts. You know, the radical altruism preached in the Gospels is some really badass stuff i mean it takes it to a level that almost you can be the nicest human alive and you still can't quite match it because it's taking it to a place where it's like not only treat your neighbor as yourself that's asking a lot treat your enemy it's like that's a level of non-dualism where there's no ego there is no you separate from everything else that exists it's all us entirely it's even too much for me, you know what I mean? And yeah. I like those concepts that are like, Jesus, that's taking it to a place where I can't quite... Turn the other cheek's ma- a
1: tough one for sure.
0: Yeah, but, you know, tone it down 20%, those are fantastic concepts. Yeah, nobody's know what hungry, I mean?
1: nobody's poor. We're creating a society where we take care of each other and perhaps the planet as well. I, that's the thing that makes me the most crazy. Yeah, I don't think a lot of these angry Christians have you even looked at this book they talk about all the time. They certainly are not getting what Jesus had to say.
0: Yeah, because I mean, of course, and it's the usual problem, right? You, there's so much shit in a book like the Bible, some messages are fantastic, most of them are not. You're not a particularly pleasant person. You're going to focus on all the ones that are not. Conveniently skip on all the passages that actually have good stuff in it or the porn. And uh or yeah, that How could tool. you have
1: How could you How could they have the Bible in these in these uh, schools that they're banning books in? I know. I know. I mean, there's it's, incest? Oh, there's all sort of killing, genocide, killing, killing genocide uh, rape yep. of POWs, oh, use, yeah.
0: you name it. It's uh going to have to ban that one, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean seriously like the, when you think about some of the concepts there are some concepts in christianity that are actually really damn good that's why to me as much as i have talked shit about christianity over the years i also if somebody tells me that they are hardcore christian on the surface that doesn't tell me anything bad about them you know what i mean depends what that means yeah does that mean you are... Like, there's a guy here, we should actually have him on the podcast at some point. Um, he has a guy out here who's a super liberation theology, Zen Christianity, ridiculously generous, like he lived his life in a very... open his house to the homeless, do all sorts of things, to a point that, again, is way more than I would be able to do comfortably sure. or feel that, like... I can do that and keep a balanced lifestyle. But still. That's his calling though, and he's he's executing it. Absolutely. To a level of generosity that's unmatched. How do you match that to a Joel Osteen? Exactly. So to me it's like that Christianity, do I have a problem with We'd have the best planet? Not not even a tiny bit. You know what I mean? If that's your way of being Christian, hats off to you, nothing but respect. So as usual, it was never With as an anti-organized religion per se, it's like anti—it's anti-assholes. You know, if you are an asshole, then uh, you're gonna poison whatever it is that you attach yourself to. And worse yet, when you use that theology to end up subverting what much of the intent is. You know, if the whole goal there is to create a lifestyle where we are a really good human being and treat other human beings well, and essentially use your energy. To lessen the suffering of all other beings around you. That sounds like a fantastic plan. Yeah, what the hell would I have against that? So where does
1: the Inquisition fit into that? Where does exactly. burning witches at the stake fit into exactly. that? Where does and here we go again?
0: Yeah, and you go down the list, and it's a long list of horror and abuse mm-hmm. and terrible things, you know. And because yeah, you know, if somebody tells you. What, one-third of the human population is Christian, and they have this principle. I'm like, if they actually live by principle A, B, and C, one-third of the population being Christian would actually be a really good thing. There wouldn't be anybody hungry. But that just, out of that one-third, how many actually go by principle A, B, and C? Optimistically, 5%, probably less so yeah. I and, mean
1: and, decent folks probably in the thirty, forty percent. No,
0: sure, decent folks. I'm talking about no, no. Actually, actually live by and I don't mean by the more the extreme radical version of it, the literal Jesus, love yeah. your enemy. Because that's like probably 0.001. I'm talking about somewhere in the neighborhood, you know, just being uh Yep. You're right. That'd and be about it's, it. It's not a high percentage, you know. And so it's um kind of goes back to that thing that the label doesn't mean jack you know you can tell me that you are (laughs) okay I was about to say something that's not gonna work because I was about to say you can tell me you are whatever politically and it's no it's not fine the fact is unfortunately when it comes to religion okay sure we could we could hang there religion I can see how any religion there's a way to make it really cool and there are ways not so much When it comes to politics, it's such a shit show of terrible ideas and then ideas that are 100% worse than the terrible ideas. That is like, no, if you are really committed politically to, especially, and I mean, let's just say it for what it is. We were talking about it before. We said we wouldn't go here, but what the hell? Here here we are. are. So it's like... When you look at, especially living in U.S., not that in Europe is that much better or much of the world for that matter, because the options tend to still suck even when you have 20 parties, but...
1: We did try to avoid this.
0: Yeah. It's just not possible. No, it's what it is. And and the frustrating part in U.S. is that you look at the Democratic Party and it's utter and complete shit. You know, these guys don't get anything good done. Spineless. Yeah, complete. To the point where, what well, we are saying not to be overly conspiracy theorists, but it kind of makes you wonder if that's not part of a plan because that level of incompetence can only be like you are either the most incompetent people on the planet or you're doing it on purpose because you know that you don't have real solutions to the problems out there so the only thing you can do is empower the ultimate shit of the other party point to them and say I'm not them, vote for me and at least you make a career on that you know Maybe. Either way. Either yeah, either is a shitty plan or you're just incompetent. But the point is, yeah, Democrats are uh, it's a terrible party with few good things coming out of it. Having said that, we are nowhere near the both sides are the same. A Republican Party is like Unrecognizable. If I can take on any issue, take a hundred issues, right? There's usually, on any issue, there's a range of possibilities from a really great solution, so-so solution, doesn't really work, but you mean well. Oh, that's a really bad idea. That might wreck society. (laughs) What could be, like, the most evil possible answer I can come up with? And unfailingly, you go check, and it's like a Republican Party platform. And I'm just like, holy shit. So you're stuck between... A party that you look at and you want to throw up, and they are by far the better alternative. Not because they are anywhere good, but because the alternative is so beyond the realm of evil that it's not even funny. And I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah, good luck to... And they are going all in there. Poli- yeah, the American political system as is. And so, uh, so that's why when we talk about politics, it's a little bit different than religion. Because if you actually did buy into something like that, there's not much to talk about at that point. There's like, okay, we're done talking. There's nothing to say. And whereas whereas with religions, I feel that there's such a variety within each uh, religion. There's, it can mean anything and it's opposite. You know, If you tell me, yeah, I'm a Joe Austin Christian. Okay, now you're telling me something very specific. Yeah. You're just telling me I'm Christian. I'm like, that can mean anything. mean a lot of you things. Know, you can be the sweetest human on Earth, or you can be a monster, or and anything in between. And there are good Christians,
1: there's no question about it. There's For guy, sure. John Pavlovitz writes many books. Uh, the one I read was uh, A Seat at the Table. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty much, we'd rather have kind atheists with us than these hateful Christians that are... For sure. Because that's the world they want to live in. And,
0: and similarly, like, atheist, right, is like, you can be... A really principled good human being who's an atheist and you can be an intolerant asshole who's an atheist you yeah. know it's like the Christian atheist or it can be anything Muslim or whatever that's not the divide is that what you do with it how you behave how do you take those ideas and you apply them to how you treat other human beings that's where it matters that's where we see what actually works and what doesn't so that's When it comes to politics, not really. That's a whole other territory of uh, just... It's just disappointing because we could do so much better. Oh, yeah. We're at a point where... (laughs) I mean, it's hard to do worse. You know what I mean? You can try, but you have to really try hard. And we seem to be focused on it. Yeah. Both when it comes to social policies, when it comes to to me, one of the things that I don't understand why is not point one, two, 2, and 3 on any platforms when it comes to politics, environmental issues. Yep. It's like, if you don't have a healthy planet, none of the other shit we're talking about even begin to matter.
1: Unless you're you know? building your own space station.
0: Yeah, but even then, and good nobody's doing making, that. No, exactly. So it's like, no, every single person alive is tied to dessert. That would be step one. Is like you can have any idea in the world, but making sure that the earth is healthy should be step... W- like Without that, nothing else matters, you know?
1: And imagine if that was actually our focus. Yeah. So let's just say the government would pay you for two days a month mm-hmm. to go out and help in any way you want to. Pick up trash, sift the ocean, any one of a thousand different things that needs to happen, you know? So you could have two weeks a year times 7 billion people, or, you know, just 330 million people. That manpower
0: alone could do incredible
1: things things to get us in the right direction.
0: Never mind the actual policies you pass, the laws. You know, one of the most things, if you guys have never read it, one of the most instructive books in terms of how politics and industries work related to health is Fast Food Nation. It's now over 20 years old or something. It's still... a Incredibly relevant book that breaks down how some of this stuff works. Because, yeah, the idea that you can have um, gigantic monopolies that with the power to push an agenda that's obviously bad for everyone else but themselves, it's like look at some data, for example. In the past few decades, um, take any fruit and veggie that's not grown in your garden. And it's estimated that, depending on which one you are talking about, has lost an incredibly high percentage of nutritional value. It can be as little as 10%. It can be as high as 70 But yeah. the point being, a tomato from uh, 50 years ago has very little resemblance for a tomato that you buy in the store today. Especially nutritional value. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can look the same. It might look twice as big. Yeah. But there's nothing the, inside it. Well, we, no. we killed all the soil. Yeah. And so you figure, okay, that's an easy one. That's like pushing policies that require that if you're going to grow food, you have to stick to certain standards that keep the soil healthy, that keep the nutrition in the food. So you're not just selling a plastic container with water inside. You're actually selling stuff that feed you, that help your body, that give you nutrients, that give you vitamins, that all of that. Otherwise, that's no longer a tomato. That's no longer a carrot. That's no longer... So that should be... But oddly enough...
1: That's not... When the fertilizer company... Exactly. ...goes to the representatives and... Yeah, yeah, we're sorry about the red tide destroying the ocean as well from the runoff because it doesn't really get into the ground, but it does make the foamados grow a little bit better. Yeah.
0: That's exactly what you get. And it's just... Over and over and over again. So you get it with um, the quality of nutrition that we got. You get it with... uh, 10,000 things, but just to give an example, testosterone in men has been steadily plummeting fast for the past couple of generations to the point where most people's grandparents, most people's grandfathers had way more testosterone in them than most of their grandkids today. Well, what about the hormones in milk in girls? Exactly. So So they're
1: blossoming at 11.
0: Yeah, so there's a. Fuckload of this stuff where it's obviously we are putting poison into the environment in a way that's horrible for our bodies yep. and we see the effects. It's horrible indirectly, still for our bodies, but it's horrible for the earth in terms of what you do with the soil, what you. Well, it shows up in the fish. And again, that should be how the hell is that a political issue? No, it should be right? job one. You can be Joe Hosting and you want to eat healthy food and you want to not have your body being depleted by every it's just like everybody doesn't matter whether you are a particular political idea, a particular religious idea particular whatever it's like it's it's an everybody issue right it's like don't drink poisoned water that seems to be something we can all get behind right yet we just got rid of the clean water act yeah And that's where. Mind blowing. I think it's a combination of one level corruption. Corruption driven by short term greed, not even long term greed, by short term greed. You can't make it hard on the corporations. Why should they do a good job of keeping things clean? So there's that straight up corruption. And then there's just an apathy slash ignorance on the part of the general public who then support asshole politicians who are bought by corporations because they don't do enough to be educated about the issues. The alternatives tend to suck, because most of the people standing up there are different degrees of crap. And um, and they put on a puppet show for them, where it's like, hey, care about these divisive social issues, yeah. so that you don't have to worry about the fact that we are selling the soil from under your feet and fucking you over. And the combination of those things lead to where current, we're at. State of affairs, current state of affairs, right? Where exactly? Where we're at? And there's um, even though it should be like the easiest thing in the world to not even to solve, but at least to have the will to solve is like, well, of course, have, we all agree on that, right? Except, uh, except they make things up to make somebody need there's another. It's always some
1: senator with a snowball. Look, there's snow. There ain't nothing wrong. this all of this. Yeah. Because that's going to accept my, my, coal, my, my coal company of or course. my oil company. And of they're course. paying me. It's just insane. Yeah. How do they not care? Yeah. 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 And look where we're at right now. Yeah. We are on a precipice, mm-hmm. the likes of which nobody would have
0: dared dream that this was going to happen 20 years ago. Yeah. That's right to me. is like, if you're going to care about politics, probably number one on the agenda should be environmental issues. If you don't have a place, that,
1: there is no planet B. 'Cause none We're not of the be other to shit Mars
0: is none of it. No. It just there's none
1: it's six billion dead people.
0: That's it's it's the prerequisite for everything else. You want to argue for social justice in this well there is no social justice if there is no planet. You know what I mean? It's like that great. I'm all for it. But again, without starting at ground zero. That's like the before number one, you know what I mean? It's at ground zero. It's like if you don't have the ground to stand on, there's nothing to, left to do. Yeah. There's Can't no, even fight over it. No, exactly. That's why in that sense, as uh, silly as it sounds, because of course some of this stuff can be super disempowering to think about because you think about the fact that, yeah, how are you going to change the entire political system based on corruption and so on? It's like not the easy. Again, if any of you can come up with a good plan, I support it 100%. Good for you. Do it, please, and you'll be my hero forever. On the small scale, that's why things like planting a garden, it's a goddamn revolutionary act, you know, because you start with doing something that changes those numbers at least for one, two, three, four, five, six people around you. Something. Small clearly doesn't change the tide of where things are going but it give you a taste of what the world could be uh both metaphorically and literally there's no question about it.
1: it it does so much i mean to see what we did in our old house the change between just this dead sod yep, and gray soil yep to when we left butterflies migratory birds would come through that where we would recognize it. the orioles are back yep the ground is alive, mm-hmm. everything grows better, yep. that food is fantastic, fun to share with your neighbors. Yep. There's nothing more fun than, here's some tomatoes, we've got too many. Yep. And if it doesn't even need to be everybody, but can you imagine one in six sure. across this whole country? Oh, yeah. That would help. It even helps the carbon situation. Live soil pulls carbon out of the atmosphere.
0: And never mind that even economically, i yeah. Food growing in your backyard is very different from being... And again, it's not like what most of us can do in our backyard is how much of your groceries can that be. Probably not a huge percentage. But it's 15. But even... Exactly. Even something. Yeah. Makes... Uh, if you can get, like, bunch of your fruits and veggies from a garden... Yep. That is close to you. Now, granted, if you live in the middle of a city and you live in a tiny apartment by now you're putting three herb plants on the windowsill. And again, even that's better than nothing, right? It's like, okay, now I got,
1: if we were pushing these things, they could all
0: have rooftop gardens. Absolutely. And that deflects the sun. No, but that's a plan. That's a, it's a fantastic plan, but that's a grander plan, right? You yeah. need the planning, you need investment, you need. I'm just talking mean, it's about not what so
1: far from impossible. Oh I no! Mean, in it's five years, that could be implemented. Hundred percent doable. Us. But yeah, no, for your own self, yeah, go outside and plant some damn tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's good for your heart. Yeah, or your soul too, yeah. man. There's nothing. I mean, we're late getting to it. But we put sunflowers out last week, and by God, the first little sprouts, about 30 of them popped up in the past two days, and we were just giggling, like, here they come. Yep, yep, yep. And we're going to protect our little babies and help them get here, and sunflowers aren't doing great things, but they're gorgeous, and they have seeds, and the bees love them. hmm I don't know, man. I've been a Save the Whales kid since I was six. Yeah. And the fact that we just continue... I don't know how there can be much left. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's... um,
1: The ocean's wrecked?
0: Hey, but at least... uh, At least the video games are working. In Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you see beautiful whales hopping out of the water everywhere. They they are everywhere. What are you talking about? I see them all the time. It's... Yeah. No, it's something else. That's why it's... uh, And again, it's always that delicate balance between uh, acting on a large scale which nobody has anything against if you can get results. The problem of large-scale acting is that usually the odds are stuck heavily against you being able to... Like the amount of energy you need to put in for the result you get, it's a tricky balance that way. And it's not that you shouldn't do it, because unless people try, nothing ever changes and it all goes to shit. So something should be done. But for your peace of mind, you should also have a shift of what I can do, where I can get more for my energy investment, which, of course, is much smaller and local and the stuff that affects primarily you, your friends, and your family before changing the world. But you'll be surprised how much it makes you feel good. That I didn't have to yeah. buy
1: zucchinis, cucumbers, yep. tomatoes, bell peppers for the entirety of the summer. And, man, when it's wintertime, i got to pay for that zucchini. It just made me mad. I know. But still. Yeah. No, man. And I'm telling you, folks, we're going to see protests on a level we have not seen In a long time the women's March was incredible I think what's coming in June is gonna be triple that at least and just think if we could take all that people power all of that you know Mm -hmm. to be fighting just to fix our planet instead of arguing about a shit that doesn't even need to be argued about it's none of your goddamn business you
0: don't need it it's not your problem yeah yeah, yeah. you don't want to do it it's not your problem well and that's where to me strategy is bizarre our strategy feels at the most basic level because you would think that take the abortion issue which is a highly divisive one i get it because people their definition of when life begins there really is no objective standard which is usually attached to their religion right so everybody's making shit up as they go along but okay let's agree on the fact that whether you are in favor of abortion rights against it whatever we agree that no having Nobody likes to have abortions for fun. You know that, okay, you want to limit the number of abortions. I think everybody can, the most pro-choice folks would be okay with having less abortions needed, that's needed being the keyword. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means that, okay, we can all agree that unwanted pregnancies are not a great idea. And so that anything that can limit unwanted pregnancies is a good thing. Okay, we could work with that. There's data there's years and years of data of policies and education that have led to less unwanted pregnancies versus the ones that do. Yep. But no, we can't get on board on that. Even though clearly that's what we all agree on. It's like there but should be. But you can just,
1: you know, contra- Oh,
0: but, no, you don't want that either. Right. Because now we mess with your religious ideas about sexuality, of how we should be. Never mind that it never really matches reality, but how we should be. And once now, again,
1: none of your business. Yeah.
0: And it's just that's where you realize that productive discussion with the level of dogmatism go nowhere. Impossible. I think there's a room for people who are not on board with your same ideas to hop on board on some common goals. But I think that percentage is a lot less than one would hope for. And, uh, and that's the reality of it, you know, is uh, at the end of the day, though, so that's all you can do, right? It's like sometimes screaming in people's faces saying, you're a fucking idiot. Miraculously, doesn't convince them and doesn't turn them into crazy? much better people. It so
1: just stirs this pot a little bit.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a great solution. You know, if I just tell you, you're an idiot. You are a complete <laughs> idiot because of A, B, and C. You would see the light oh, and suddenly just be like, "Thank you, daniele I get it. Uh, yeah, it somehow doesn't. Why work did I not way. realize that yes. to this point? So I mean, it feels good when you want to vent, but it doesn't really help. So as frustrating as it can be sometimes trying to figure out ways to take somebody from the edge and pull them back three steps and no, they are not going to be in line with the way you see things but they are not also as viciously messed up as they could be that would be a good start finding, again way easier said than done but sometimes purely strategically that's a good thats a good step to try maybe it works, maybe it doesn't worth the effort at least But, yeah, Uh, rough times to say the least. I made a mistake. I have many Civil War books. Yep. And one
1: of my favorite ones, probably because it's got lots of pictures, but the very first line, America went crazy and went to war. America went mad and went to war with itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm... Just, I mean, it's humanity Terrifyingly right? Right. close. It's yeah, there's that specific to us. And do we really want to see them stacking the bodies at Antietam again?
0: No. And it's humanity in general, right? The fact that we can't fucking agree on a healthy planet that's talk about humanity at war with itself. Well, we'll have to go shoot ourselves apart. Somebody, uh, I read it, was must have been a meme on Facebook or something. I read this thing about like. X zillion of years ago bunch of monkeys uh, start coming down from the trees uh, they uh, become uh, they invent technology, their brain grows they are oversized brain, they do all this shit, they start absolutely murdering one another, they blow themselves up while at the same time thinking that they are the greatest life form uh, that ever was and they are the center of the universe and that God loves them and you're like mm-hmm. sounds yeah, frighteningly that's, familiar yeah but supposedly, that happens to civilizations
1: over and over. You know, the Fermi paradox. Why we don't? Because nobody yeah. makes it that far.
0: Yeah, it's. Or the
1: complete opposite. Who would want the humans showing up at their planet?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's that where it's yeah. like, oh, Ooh, no, 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 no. Let them do we, their thing over there. Yeah, and, we heard uh, about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> if they get too powerful. We'll worry about it. Until then, let them do their thing. Yeah, we'll just be quiet. And watch. Yeah. So good things you can do for your soul besides planting a garden and being kind to human beings. I'm looking at right now in front of me a Jimi Hendrix experience, Electric Ladyland. Mm. If you have never... I mean, I think if you are a human on Earth, you probably listen to some Hendrix at some point. But it's not a bad idea to go through this whole catalog. There's only not... Only four records. There's only four records. Listen, cover... like back-to-back back the whole thing. You're gonna find some gems there that even if you're familiar with some of the main Hendrix hit, you may have never heard of or... Wow, the songs are good. 1983, where he takes you on this like crazy journey and yeah. uh, there's... Uh, some of these are... Yeah, I strongly recommend, uh, depending on how it's broken down, it's either 1983 or it can also be moon-turned-the-tides gently, gently away. Sometimes they cut that one to just one minute. Sometimes it's actually part... It's hard to tell when one song begins and one ends. That stuff is... Um, if you need to get somebody who has never smoked weed in their life <laughs> to smoke, that's a great soundtrack for it. It takes you to beautiful places.
1: Well, I was thinking... Like right before he died, yeah, he did. I believe it was a concert in Maui, uh-huh. and you know, he was a groovy guy, so he split the crowd up by their um astrological symbols. Mm-hmm. But played this concert where it was Are You Experienced, uh-huh. but it hadn't been released yet, right? So they hadn't heard any of these songs before, yeah, and they're like, Oh, they're not gonna like it. Let's see, Manic Depression, Fire, <sighs> Are You Experienced, Foxy Lady being played for the first time. Gold. Can you imagine? Like, Absolute like, gold. Because I've been to concerts with bands playing, oh, well, we'd like to play some of our new stuff. They're like, no. Please don't. But right. this wasn't that case no. I cannot even imagine. And then like a week later he was
0: dead. No, in fact. We were robbed. I mean, there is no justice in the unit. No, Andrix is ready. Just check. Imagine what his next out. 16 records were going to be like. The man was a genius to a level that it's hard to explain. Yeah. I've heard people go like, oh, such and such guitarist was better than Hendrix. And I think they are talking purely from a technical standpoint. Technically, of course. There are some guys who I'm sure they were better than Hendrix technically, but what he could actually do, what he makes you feel with the music, it's a whole other ballpark. And he wrote those lyrics. Yeah. No, Hendrix was, Hendrix was a god. So if you haven't gone through the full catalog... It's a healthy thing to do. That's uh, something else that you can do for your life that will make it 0.5% better. And if you get through that one, I would
1: recommend you pick up The Rolling Stones' Exile on Main Street. Okay, yeah. Another just fantastic collection. They were kind of in their bluesy phase and just put themselves in a mansion for a couple of weeks and cranked out gold. Nice. Cool, man. Well, That's got to be enough. A bit short, but not by much. And, uh, you know, who made it through to this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> beautiful
1: sweet alright for everybody who hung out I hope you're hearing what we're saying we're not saying that all religion is evil and terrible but no. you know there's everything's on a scale everything's on that bell curve you're on one side or the other and at some point you might be a little too far one way or the other but I can't fix it for you
0: always boil down to how you treat those around you how you treat the planet how you treat any other living being human or not That's where the worth of your ideas is actually measured.
1: All right. Fuck your music means one thing. Another fine episode's finished. We did it. We made it through? Yes. I um Don't have much to say. No. So (laughs) we'll just
0: say a sweet hug to all of you. And uh, we wish you a great one, both for today, with summer is beginning. So I hope you guys have a good one. Take care of each other. Sweet. D-B-O-L-E-L-L-I.
1: Good shit. R-I-C-H-I-M-O-N. and so ends another awesome episode of the drunken Dallas podcast be sure to keep your ears peeled for another mind expanding episode coming soon we'll be tweeting you as they come out you can keep track of danielle at d bolelli that's d b o l e l l -L 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 i and you can find me on Twitter at richimon one R-I-C-H-I-M-O-N, and the numeral one. We'll see you all soon. Woo! I don't wanna hear this. No, you don't. In questo cazzo, In questo caso Le Providenza di Dio.
0: Duncan showed you the way, huh? Eh? Oh man, isn't that scary to think? Nice. So don't kill people, do that instead.
1: <laughs> this was great. It's fucking awesome. I and mean, I love this conversation.
0: I have nothing against chicken other than the fact that they are ugly and weird and strange. We've been yeah, having well, a great hour nice. here.
1: Dan. Ta-da! I
0: completely got lost. Are we doing the outro or the intro? We're outro. Oh, we're outro. Okay, sorry. So that's. So let's continue. Did you ever see the movie Tombstone with uh, Val Kilmer and? Uh, uh, your accent—it just whatever that movie is—you were trying to tell can me. Can you about? translate for me, please? I believe the word was tombstone. Yeah, that one exactly. <laughs> just as I was saying, you know, Tombstone. <laughs> now, most everybody thought. <coughs> We'll (coughs) we'll do a cut on there. Or not.
1: That was something else.
0: (laughs) No, that's maybe too powerful. (laughs) What do I have to do? One day the rod shall teach you.
1: Get back to work.
0: Funky. Podcasting. It's like radio, but you can cuss. Why?